This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 23. It's the love month! Yay! February is always a wonderful time of love, 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 love. Well, today's episode, I am teaching you about how to love yourself better. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I am a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. And the Wife Wisdom Podcast was created especially for you. We have real conversations about marriage, about being a wife, about being a woman, about being a mom, but this was designed to help you cultivate your heart as a wife. Whether you are single and you desire to be married, whether you are newly married and really want to thrive as a wife, or even if you've been married for a long time and you know you just need some encouragement, staying a wife. Hello, I know where you are. (laughs) And so I've created this podcast just for you to help encourage you, to help you laugh, to help you know that you are not alone in this journey. And so today's episode, we are talking about love. And one of the things that I love more than anything is the power of love. The power of love, the way that love just changes everything. And so we're going to talk about that today in on today's episode. And so if you are new to listening us to us for the first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm super excited that you are here. Thank you for joining us. I value your time and um, just really appreciate you hopping in, listening in to this episode. And if you are one of our just our listeners that listen each and every week, just know how much I appreciate you and value you as part of my tribe. So thank you. And let's go ahead and get started. And so Today we're talking about love and one of the reasons why I think this topic is so important, specifically what I'm going to talk about today is, you know, it's difficult to really love fully, love unconditionally anybody else in your life unless you know how to do it with yourself first. Unless you know how to love yourself fully, love yourself unconditionally, love yourself 100%. Because I don't know about you, but I know that, you know, we as women sometimes struggle with loving ourselves as good as we love other people, right? There's some things that we say to ourselves in our own minds, that we would never, ever, ever say out loud to someone that we say we love. We would never be so negative, never be so judgmental, never be so critical, never be so opinionated, never be so hard on other people in our lives the way we are with ourselves. 
And, you know, I'm guilty of it, just like I'm sure many of you are, just the negative self-doubt, the, you know, beating yourself up when you make a mistake. I can tell you that I hated failure. I hated it. It was very, very difficult for me to, to walk through it. I think largely because I was a perfectionist and I am a recovered people pleaser. So, you know, it was difficult to walk through different situations where I messed up. Oh, I agonized going through the process of it over the littlest, tiniest things. I would beat myself up over them and Oh, it was terrible. So I've had to really learn how to love myself. I've had to learn how to give myself grace. I've had to learn how to forgive myself so that I am able to do that much more easily towards other people where I can give them grace, where I can forgive them, where I can literally create a space for them to show up and be human. And I don't know why we as women don't do that. You know, we don't think we're human sometimes, <laughs> especially if you're a wife and a mother, you think that you are supposed to be superwoman. And I remember the time when I retired my cape. I remember when I was very conscious about taking this cape off that I thought I was supposed to wear and totally hanging it up in the closet. I probably should have burned it, but I put it in my closet in case I felt like I needed to pick it up again. But I remember my I had three babies in a little more than three years. And I thought that I was supposed to have it all together, that I thought I was supposed to have everything just perfect. The house was supposed to be clean. The laundry was done and folded and put away. I'm nursing. I'm doing the diapers. I'm supposed to, you know, do the, the dishes and, and cook dinner, make love to my husband on a nightly basis. Like, whatever. I really did think that I was supposed to do this all seamlessly, perfectly well. And I did not. I felt like a failure on many occasions because the expectation of what I thought I was supposed to do and how I was supposed to act was so skewed. It was just not realistic. And, you know, what it did is it it put me in a position where I beat myself up a lot. I I felt like a failure on so many different occasions doing so many different things. And it's because the expectation was just unrealistic. And so today I want to talk a little bit about what can you do? How, what are ways that you can love yourself better? How can you love yourself more so that you can really be available to love others the same way? And so the first thing that I want, the first way that I want to highlight is it's so important to choose you. It's so important to give yourself permission to take care of your needs first. I know, deep breath in. <sighs> they make some of us very nervous, especially my people pleasers who find it so much easier to put yourself on the back burner, to 
sacrifice yourself, sacrifice your needs, sacrifice your wants, sacrifice your self-care, sacrifice everything that you desire for other people because it's something that you're comfortable doing, one, because you're a people pleaser, but also it's something that you find easy, you, you find like, you find yourself being feeling less guilty, right? Less guilty when you just give, 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 and you do not receive even from yourself. And so number one in the number one way to love yourself better is you have got to be very intentional. You've got to be very conscious about choosing you, giving yourself permission to take care of you first, to take care of your needs first. And I know it's going to feel selfish. I know it's going to make you feel like, no, 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 no. I don't want to. It's uncomfortable, but they need me, but they, I have to do this. It's okay. Trust me. When you start choosing you and taking care of you and making yourself and your self-care a priority, everything else will align. I promise you, because what you're doing is you're going to be teaching people how to treat you. You're going to be teaching people how to love you. You're going to teach people how to respect you and your time. And you're going to teach people how to honor and respect your, um, just your involvement, right, in their life. So choosing you requires discipline. It requires commitment. It requires a decision, And I remember how difficult this was for me, especially when I was very conscious about my journey, starting my journey to really becoming an overcoming people pleasing. It was very difficult because when I started choosing me over allowing others to really just take over my life, I felt very uncomfortable. It was very um, challenging. It was difficult. And I really had to get to a place where I started loving me more. And loving you more means choosing your self-care, your health, your well-being, your um, peace. That is what is going to require it. You are now starting to love yourself differently when you start choosing these things and not negotiating them or not um, sacrificing them each and every day, all day to anybody who comes into your life. And so that's number one. Number two is be honest with yourself and where you are in your mind and in your life. And it's so important to make the decision to get it right Whew, this is a big one, okay? So when we are honest with ourselves and where we are in our lives, where we are in our minds, we are no longer ignoring the, the elephant in the room, right? So if you are struggling with your thoughts, if you're having negative thoughts, you're beating yourself up all the time, you are judging yourself, you are are just critis- just very critical of, of, with you, with yourself, in your own mind. You've got to get a grip. You've got to get a handle on what it is that you are saying to yourself each and every day. What are you thinking about? What are you saying out of your mouth? You know, 
I've talked about this before, but it's so important to align your thoughts with your words and your actions. If they do not align, you are not able to manifest the life that you desire. So if you are thinking negatively about yourself, but then you're trying to to have these affirmations that speak positive thoughts about something that you don't really believe in, right? Because you're thinking negatively, then you're not, it's totally contradictory. It's does, it just totally thwarts any desire and the manifestation of that because there's no alignment. There's no agreement at all. So if you it's important for you to be honest with yourself so that you can do the work, the self-work that you need in order to renew your mind, in order to really start thinking about yourself differently. This is so critical. And so That's number two is being honest with yourself and where you are in life. Where are you? Are you negative all the time? Are you, are you bitter? Are you sarcastic? Are you um, angry? Are you hurt? Are you, do you feel like you're in pain? Do you, are you hopeless? Where are you? And be honest with yourself. Literally have the conversation with yourself. Be still and have the conversation where are you? Where do you want to be? Where do you desire to be? Where do you want your life? What do you want your life to look like? It's so important to have these conversations with yourself, but you know, we, we fill our lives so much with the routine, right? With, with, with what's, what's comfortable that, we feel like we don't have time to sit down with ourselves. We don't have time to have conversations with ourselves that, that reveal the truth of what's really going on in our hearts, what's really going on in our minds, what's really going on in our, the conversations that we're having with ourselves. So be honest, spend the time to, to really get clear, get confront, you really be confrontational with yourself, right? Just have a very courageous conversation with yourself about where you are. This is such a, an an important way to learning how to love yourself. You've got to be truthful with yourself. You've got to be honest with where you are before you can really even learn how to love yourself unconditionally. And I know it sounds weird because you are you, right? But we avoid things that are painful. We avoid things that are uncomfortable. It's just, it's human nature. You have to really learn how to embrace being uncomfortable, being, you know, really going through the pain. We have to learn how to embrace that and sit in it, really just sit with the pain and just allow yourself, give yourself permission to go through it. And when you realize you didn't die from it, then you're not so afraid of it. So you're not running away from it all the time. It's, it's really does really work. It's amazing. Number three, this is a good one. Write down 10 things that bring you joy. Write down 10 things that bring you joy and commit to doing them regularly. Now, I coach a lot of women. And one of the things that I find so fascinating is this question. When I ask women to write down, to name 10 things that bring them joy, they really have a hard time. A lot of them have a hard time writing down 10 things that bring them joy. 
that's not good, ladies. That's not good that we have allowed life to really take over our lives so much so where we no longer are experiencing joy or we don't even know what joy is. We don't even know what fun is. We don't have it. We don't participate in it. We don't, we can't even name 10 things that we, that make us, that we like to do, that, that are fun for us, that bring us joy. And so this is number three, write down 10 things that bring you joy, write them down. So I love massages, ladies. Love, 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 love. That is like top of the list. Top three, right? I love massages from really good massage therapists. (laughs) Let me me add that. Okay, so love massages. I love to travel. I love what the feeling of packing, of, of getting ready to go to the airport, going through security. Yep. It may sound weird, but I love it. Getting on the plane. What I don't like about travel is I do not like unpacking (laughs) coming back home, but I just love traveling, seeing new places, experiencing new cultures. Love it. Love it. I love the movies. I love going on date night to the movies with my husband absolutely love it. I feel like movies are an escape for me into somebody else's life. So I really, it's an opportunity for me not to think about all the millions of things that I have to do on my to-do list. And I love movies. I love girlfriend getaways. One of my very favorite things, love girlfriend getaways. So what are the 10 things that bring you joy? Write them down. It may be, you know, sitting quietly, just reading a, a good book. Like I love quiet time. I love silence. I have a family of five. I have three teenagers uh, and a husband and quiet time is amazing. I love it. And it does definitely brings me joy. And I notice it when I'm able to just be with my thoughts, just spend time with the Lord. And I love it. So what are 10 things that you absolutely love that are really fun for you that bring you joy. And I want you to commit to doing them regularly. Why? It's because these things are going to committing to doing these things, experiencing these things on a regular basis is a way to love yourself better, is a way to commit to loving you better, choosing you, right? Do not sacrifice joy. Do not sacrifice peace. Do not negotiate on these things that bring you joy, ladies. Okay, number four, practice self-care. What can you do today for yourself that supports you where you are? What can you do today, right now, in this moment, that supports you where you are. Is it rest? Is it exercise? Is it cooking a healthy meal? Is it deep breathing? Is it stretching? Is it going to the doctor and getting a checkup? Is it drinking water? What can you do today to practice self-care? Is it going to get new skincare uh, products? hair care products? Is it getting a haircut? Is it changing your wardrobe? What is it that you can do to practice self-care? And I know this is something that, that we talk about a lot, but 
many of us really don't practice it. We are not very intentional. Like if we can get to the gym, okay, great. If we can um, get skin care or body care, right? If we can go to the mall, to the store to get that, okay, great. It's not on our to-do list because self-care isn't a priority. Well, now we need to make self-care a priority because what I am encouraging you to do is to learn how to love yourself better, to love yourself more, to choose you, okay? So number four is to practice and prioritize self-care. What can you do today that supports you where you are and give it to yourself because you deserve it? Number five, forgiveness and grace. Oh, this one is good. So where do you need to forgive yourself for something that you are blaming yourself for, that you are condemning yourself for? How can you offer yourself more grace, more mercy? Because you would give it to your best friend, right? You would forgive your best friend if they did what you are beating yourself up over, if what you are, what you are blaming yourself over, what you are condemning yourself over, wouldn't you forgive your best friend? Would you forgive the closest person to you? But you are having a hard time forgiving yourself, huh? Yes. Forgiveness starts, it's, if you're able to forgive yourself, for for whatever it is that you're beating yourself you're beating yourself up over it is a lot easier to forgive other people forgiveness is not an easy thing for people because they feel like they're going to feel like forgiving right forgive unforgiveness comes from just offense that's not dealt with and most people don't know how to forgive so they don't they don't forgive. They think that time is going to um, heal. And it does, but t- they feel like like they don't have to actually forgive, that time will help them to forget and move on. But that's not true because depending on the depth of the offense and depending on the person, offense can be carried on for years, for generations, for decades. And unless you really know how to forgive and forgive yourself even in the situation or the circumstance, then it's going to be difficult for you to be in relationship with other people because a healthy relationship, you have got to know how to forgive because in every relationship, there will be offense. I don't know any relationship on the face of the earth where there is not offense, where somebody talk, you know, talks to you in a tone that may set you off or somebody says something or texts something to you that you misinterpret or there's a misinterpretation with the text or an email and then there's offense. So it could be something small, but it could blow up into something really big and undealt with offense that's undealt with is very damaging. It's damaging for you, for your soul, for your heart, even your mind and it's damaging to the relationship. So you have got to learn how to forgive yourself for everything that you can think of from failure 
to a misunderstanding, to, you know, offending someone. And when it's easier for you to learn, when you learn how to forgive yourself, then it's easier to apologize, right? A lot of people don't like to apologize because pride and ego get in the way. And it, they interpret the apology as weakness or um, admitting they're wrong. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, when you think about love, would you rather be right or would you rather be reconciled? Really? When you think about relationships that are more valuable than anything I can think of at this point, um, do you, is it really that important for you to be right and, and sacrifice the relationship? No, no, it's not. So you've got to learn how to forgive yourself. You've got to learn how to forgive other people. And forgiveness is a decision. You have to make the decision to forgive. You're not going to feel like forgiving. You're not going to, you know, there are going to be things that are going to trigger the offense, but you've got to learn how to forgive and unconditionally love unconditionally, let it go and make the decision that, you know what, this person hurt me because the way they talked to me, they apologized. They didn't mean it. Okay. I forgive you. Please don't. And then at that point, if you, they are turning away from talking to you in that way, then you keep moving on. You don't need to keep bringing it up over and over and over again. Well, when you talked to me that time five years ago, don't do that. Don't do that, ladies. That's just, that's not forgiveness. It's not. It's because you have not let it go. You have not given them the gift of forgiveness. And so that is one, offering yourself forgiveness. That's number five. And grace. Grace is just give yourself permission to be human. Give yourself permission to mess up. Give yourself permission to have a do-over. I love do-overs. And I love when my family, my husband, my kids just give me the grace to have a do-over. When, I, when I'm sorry, oh, I messed up or I picked you up from school late, will you forgive me? Yes, they've given me grace. Thank you for, for reminding me that I'm human. <laughs> so sometimes you have to remind yourself that you're human too. And the last way to really love yourself more, to love yourself better, is to commit to having integrity with yourself. Oh, this is a big one because integrity is a core value of mine and of many of yours, I'm sure. But integrity is really your word, right? Integrity is what you do when no one is watching, when no one is looking. How are you acting, right? So to to commit to having integrity with yourself, this is maintaining the word, your own word with yourself, not betraying your word, not betraying yourself, because who you are when no one is watching is integrity. So when you commit to having integrity with yourself, then you stop negotiating with the world or with your emotions. You stop negotiating with your emotions and with regarding who God has created you to be. 
You stop compromising and you stand powerfully in who he has created you to be. And you no longer apologize for who you are. So when you can stand and have integrity, this is who I am. This is who God has created me to be. I am not apologizing for it. If it makes you uncomfortable, you do not have to be around me, right? So I remember when I was from, since I was a little, little girl, I just have this compassion gene where someone could be telling me a story. I see their pain. I hear their pain. I feel their pain. I empathize with their pain and tears are coming out of my eyes. I'm, I'm the type, I'm the one who is watching the TV commercial when the military son comes home to surprise his kids or his mom, you know, at their school play. I'm, tears are coming down my eyes, right? And I just remember when I was a little girl um, trying to bite my tongue, pinch my leg, doing whatever I could to stop the tears because it just drove me crazy when people would, like my family or friends or whoever would look at me or they would rub my back or they would um, give me a tissue. It drove me bananas. I hated it because they weren't giving me the space to just be me. It was like they were looking at me because there was something wrong with me. Like, but it wasn't that. It was I was making them uncomfortable, right? And I didn't learn that until I was older. But now I it, it's who I am. I don't apologize for it. I if the tears are coming, the tears are coming. I'm always I always have tissues and I laugh and people who who are around me, they may have tissues for me too, but I don't apologize for it anymore. I don't apologize for making it, making people feel uncomfortable if they don't know what to do or what to say when tears come down my face because I just saw something that was moving. And so committing to have integrity with yourself means that you stop trying to change who you are. You stop trying to be someone else. You stop trying to act differently. Instead, act and be who you are. Another thing that people used to say all the time when I was growing up was, this, you've just, you can't be this happy all the time. It must be fake. And they really didn't realize that this is just who I was until they were around me long enough and consistent enough to know that I'm very consistent, that I'm just high energy, happy person. I like being happy. I like experiencing joy. And so that is my goal every day. And I don't want to be sad. I don't want to be negative. I don't want to be heavy. I don't like feeling like that. And so people used to judge me because they thought that I was being fake. And it wasn't until they were around me in long periods of time where they were like, oh, she really is like this. This is just who she is. And so I just want to encourage you, whatever makes you you, whatever, however God has created you uniquely and beautifully and wonderfully made, however that is, to stand fully in it 100%. Be, be excited to share you with the world, whatever that looks like. I just, 
It's so inspiring and encouraging when you see women who are confident in who they are, when they don't apologize for who they are, they just express themselves the way that's most authentic and people are just drawn to it. It's amazing. Um, I just love, there's um, a young lady who is, um, she's my niece and her name is Naja and she's just so creative. And I just love the way she talks. I love the way she expresses herself. It just is so inspiring. And she's like 22 years old, but she just is a gift to the world. And it just blesses my heart to see such a young woman who is confident in who God has created her to be and doesn't apologize for it and just continues to share her creativity with the world. And so I just want to encourage you ladies to love yourself better by not negotiating with your emotions, not to stop compromising and shrinking back, but to stand powerfully, confidently, boldly, a 100% authentic, authentically, (laughs) authentic, authentically in who you are. It is such a blessing to love yourself. It is so, because when you love yourself, you give other people permission to do the same. When you love yourself, people are watching you. When you are loving yourself, it comes off as being confident. It comes off as being just secure. It comes off as being, um, having grace. It comes off as, as truly embracing life and walking through it gracefully. And as women, we look at other women. We learn from other women. We are inspired by other women. And we are inspired by women who are confidently just living life the way they God created them to be. And it's a journey, ladies. It's a journey. It, it, it takes time. It takes consistency. It takes work. It takes... Um, grace and forgiveness and love and honesty and courage. It takes all of these things that we talked about today to really love yourself more, to love yourself better. But I promise you, when you start learning and and taking the steps necessary to love you more, to love you better, I promise that the, your relationships will change because the way you are loving you will literally spill over into those relationships. You will start offering them more grace and more forgiveness and more just honesty. And you are giving them permission to do the same. It's a beautiful kind of uh, tag team effect, so to speak, where when you love yourself more, people are like, wow, you know, I just love how she she just carries herself the way she dresses herself the way she you know takes time to keep her skin so moisturized or whatever it is that it it's definitely something that resonates with other women that they learn from just by you being you just by you embracing who you are learning to love who you are and express that 
to the people who you meet, the people who are closest to you, the people that you love. So that is what I have for today's Wife Wisdom Podcast, ladies. The six things you must do to love yourself better. Number one, choose you. Number two, be honest with yourself. Number three, write down 10 things that bring you joy. Number four, practice and prioritize self-care. Number five, forgiveness and grace. Offer it to yourself. Number six, commit to having integrity with yourself. Don't betray your word. So that's it, ladies. As always, I just love spending this time each and every week with you. Thank you for joining me on this journey of of just cultivating your heart as a wife. I'm still learning to cultivate my heart as a wife, as a woman, as a mother, as a sister, and I'm just so grateful to be on this journey with each and every one of you. So we will reconvene same place, same time next week on Mondays by 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you listen to our podcast on iTunes, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes because that way we can get this word out to more people. If you are a not a part of our community on mrschristyjones.com, please go to either the website or you can go to bit.ly, B as a boy, it.ly forward slash join wife wisdom. And we are also on Instagram at wife wisdom podcast and you can communicate to me with me there on instagram you can send me an email to hello at mrschristyjones.com but either way i just love hearing from my listeners my and my tribe please don't forget to um, share this with other women in your life to encourage them to inspire them and also just to have real conversation that will help them cultivate their own heart as a wife. So thank you ladies and gentlemen for joining this week on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I will see you next week. Love you much. Bye. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.